Hey everybody, my name is Austin Killian. I'm Andrew Harper. And we're both pastors at First Baptist Church in Cleveland. Welcome to the Exiles Podcast, where we talk about life, doctrine, hot topics, and all things Baptist from a gospel-centered point of view. Andrew, we, yeah. we are... We're almost three months into the, the new year. We're almost in month three. Yeah, so halfway through February. Yeah. So, um, you had committed at the beginning of the year to a three-month reading plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How is that going? Not well. Not well? <laughs> Not well. Well, I committed to the 90-day, and I'm about three days in, and I started that back in January. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I've done all of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. I think I've done all the Pentateuch, and then, I mean, I should probably be like halfway through Psalms or something at this point, but I'm, I'm not. So part of it was we're, I'm teaching a study, and a few weeks on Wednesday Here come night. the excuses. Here I come. And, like, part of the study, I really wanted to pick it because, like, I really think it's a good study uh, for our church. But it's really set up in a way that you have to do, like, the weekly. I mean, you don't have to do the weekly homework, but, like, you really need to. Like, read the passages each day, fill out the questions, and then, like, there's, like, a discussion kind of teaching time at the end. And that is going to be really helpful because if I try to teach all the like material and I haven't done the weekly <laughs> homework, like it's gonna be like, yeah, yeah Andrew, Andrew didn't do the homework. <laughs> Andrew doesn't know what he's doing. So I'm having to do that now. Um, and then mostly, I haven't read much of the ninety. I've listened to mo- more of it. Yeah, that's um, a, that's that's kind of how I was. And so I find myself like. I think I'm more than three days in. I'm more than three days in. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. I forget how many weeks I'm in at this point, but yeah, I need to uh, buckle down, and I think I'm going to turn it into like a six month plan <laughs> instead well, so, of a three month. Plan. So, so I have like so I did the the ninety day right. Yeah. Um. I, is it that's three months? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's like we should months. be. Yeah, well, we should actually probably be in the Gospels, like uh, land so, the plane. So, like, but, but like part of the reason, like, I'm doing most of the ninety, like, hearing, but I'm doing it like on a long road trip. Like, if I have an hour oh, or yeah. so, then I'm going to plug it in and I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Um, and but I haven't had a trip in a while, so but like I was like when I was going to to Greenwood to hunt some this year, I would mm-hmm. listen to it there and back. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, 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 I guess. Since I started? I don't know. Yeah, I need to get... There was some... I was listening to it in the morning, so I'd get up, I'd get coffee, and I'd just sit in my chair and have my earphones mm-hmm. in and just listen, um, which is very enjoyable. Um, and then I've done it on a couple trips, and then I've got a, couple, I got a trip next week, so I'll probably listen to it. Maybe when we go to T4G, we'll when we go to T4G we'll this catch year, up. we'll just... We'll we'll just put our own headphones in and we won't and even we'll just we listen, won't even talk to each other. Uh, we'll just listen to the Bible <laughs> for seven spoken, hours. Spoken over us, it'll be great. Well, I, I've done. I'm I'm doing the 365 day too, and I'm about five days behind on that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm catching up. One thing I've been doing though is taking my time and like I'll whichever whichever one I read, like I might read out of Genesis, two chapters out of Genesis, and then one out of Matthew right now. Yeah. What I, what I'm doing is whatever passage that kind of like sticks out to me the most mm-hmm. as I read it, I'll take a sermon and listen to that passage oh, yeah, preached. Yeah, that's good. So it's been pretty nice. That's that, cool. I listened to one today out of Matthew chapter twenty, 
Yeah. Um, by David Gusick, a sermon by him. David Gusick. What a fun name. Gusick. Anyways, I just wanted to see how you were doing because if if I was going to fail, I wanted to see if anybody else was failing with oh, yeah, me. So hopefully all the <laughs> listeners can know if you're like – feel like a couple of days or a month or so behind your Bible reading plan, it's okay. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so, Andrew, what are we talking about today? So, we're going to talk about um, different ways uh, in which a discipleship relationship can look like. Um, so, we've talked about what is the disciple, what is discipleship, what is disciple making, and then we kind of covered these two uh, different uh, episodes on what if uh, I need someone to disciple me? How do I how do I go about like figuring that out? And what if uh, I feel like I'm ready to disciple someone else? How do I go figure that out? And so part of it is okay. Let's say you're needing to be discipled, and you've asked someone, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do this thing." Or you're someone who's trying to disciple someone else, and you ask someone, and they're like, "Yeah, that sounds awesome." Now what? Yeah, what's the discipleship blueprint? Right. <laughs> and what one of the things I think we want to look at is that it doesn't have to look one particular way. Um, there's lots of different blueprints, so to speak. Um, houses all look different, and so your your blueprints all look different for those houses. And at the end of the day, you still have a house, whether you built a small house, big house, whatever, how many bedrooms, whatever. But the blueprint's going to look this different um, as you walk through, but there's going to be some similar things in each one. Right. It's not uh, one size fits all. Right. So, like, most of them are going to have, like, you know, kitchen, living rooms, bedrooms, bathrooms. But you don't know how many, how big, all that kind of stuff. So they're going to change. So when it comes to a discipleship, when I'm laying out my plan to either be discipled or disciple someone, what are are some essentials, things that we have to have in this relationship? Yeah, so uh, in this plan, so it could be whether it's— Besides a love for Jesus. we we There there probably needs to be that. Um, So the understanding is that both people who are coming into this discipleship relationship um, know and follow Jesus— there is a possibility, though, that if, 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 like, if you're one who's going to disciple someone else and you see someone involved in the church and that kind of thing and you approach them and you begin to disciple them, it might become apparent that they're not actually believers. It might become apparent as you read the scriptures, as you begin to pray and seek through things, that they begin to see, hey, I don't really know these things. I don't really follow Jesus. He doesn't really impact my life. I'm not really committed to him, as we said what a disciple is. So there's a there's a sense that you can find out through discipleship and through disciple making that someone isn't actually following the way of Jesus. And so um, that could be maybe a different podcast we kind of look at through that. But uh, different blueprints could be you meeting one-on-one with that person, you meeting one, uh, with, you as a person who's trying to disciple other people can meet with two, three, four I'd say no more than five or really four at a, at a time. Um, but but whatever your meeting might look like, whether it's one-on-one or two or three or four, or if it happens once a week or every other two weeks or whatever it might be, um, I would say two main things have to be there. Um, and that's some form of taking in God's Word. So Bible intake is the way Donald Whitney uses to talk about that. There's lots of different ways you can think through that. Um, but Bible intake, there's there's some sense of weekly you have a rhythm of reading the scriptures, listening to the scriptures, um, having the scriptures be a part of your daily habits. And then the second one would be prayer. Um, so having a consistent pattern of prayer, um, keeping up with each other's um, 
prayer requests or uh, how you can pray for each other. Uh, checking personally. in on them. Yeah, checking <laughs> in on them. After you prayed for them. Right, like if, you, if someone shares something on a Monday meeting that's happening on Wednesday, you know, checking in on Thursday and saying, hey, how'd that, how'd that thing go or how'd this mm-hmm. issue get resolved or how'd that conversation go? Um, so I would say those, those are two kind of the basic building blocks of of having um, any kind of discipleship group relationship would be Bible intake and prayer. Yeah, well, I mean, we see that most in the life of Jesus, right? Jesus, as he's teaching the disciples, he's teaching them uh, from the law. He's teaching them the commands of the Old Testament. He's teaching them all those things. But at the same time, we see the disciples seeing him and observing him pray in all these different areas and even coming to him and be like, hey, Teach us how to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are two really essential things when it comes to the life of Jesus. Now, when it comes to you're discipling someone currently right now, um, when it comes to your discipleship plan for them, what does that look like for you? Uh, for mine, it's a little different. It's a little. Um, it's so I don't. I don't want. I don't like to use the um, like. There's someone who has all of the knowledge who's giving it to someone else kind of perspective, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily always helpful. Um, because if, if the idea is like, I'm discipling you in, in like a, and like a, I'm on the top rung of the stairs and you're on the bottom rung of the stairs, there's this sense that I just need to give you the right information for you to come up the right stairs. And that's just not true. Um, because a, an essential element of discipling and growing as a disciple is obedience. Uh, and so just because you know the right stuff doesn't mean you're actually doing the right stuff. And I struggle with obedience in some areas of my life where a person I might be discipling doesn't struggle in obedience. So there's an element there that I don't like to see the perspective of, like, I'm not, I'm not Jesus trying to disciple you. I want to disciple you toward Jesus as I'm going to Jesus myself. Um, and so our, ours is more around um, a particular uh, element of ministry, and so preaching ministry how to think about preaching, um, how to write sermons, that kind of thing. And so, and there's weeks that we don't, we don't read and we just get together and talk, Mm -hmm. um, and spend some time kind of processing the week, um, sharing things that have happened, um, in life, um, or talking about minister, ministry stuff. Um, so it's, it's a little different in the realm of, uh, the, the group was kind of created for the purpose of thinking through preaching ministry. And so we yeah. did, we read a book on that. We've read passages on preaching, um, how we should think about preaching. Um, and so it's a little bit more formed. It was started that way, but it's formed to a little bit more uh, broad elements yeah. um, in discipleship. Uh, I think I think for me, when, uh, when I meet with the group of guys that I meet with on Thursday morning, um, mine's a little bit more structured on that Thursday morning. Uh, so we go through, we're reading um, a chapter a week out of um, Spiritual Disciplines of the Faith by Don Whitney. And then we um, go over a memory verse. And then we, so we're focused a lot, like we were talking about earlier, we're focused a lot on spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go from, from the memory verse to studying and discussing a passage in James. And so what we do is we'll, we'll do the sword method and we'll all go around and we'll answer these questions. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm seeking for opportunities to expound on thoughts that they may have to kind of help uh, either broaden it, uh, their perspective, or uh, oftentimes, like this has happened twice the, the last two weeks, um, they'll say something and I'll be like, hold up. And I'll like go back into the text and be like, 
oh, that was really good. I didn't even see that there. Right. Yeah. So, so you're not you're not the one with all the information. Right. I, yeah. You come so, to the table with some, obviously, because you're you've read the Bible more. You're more versed than that. You went to seminary. There's elements there that are helpful, but like the same spirit that works in you works, works in, in them. them. Yeah. And it allows you to see. Oh, I wasn't even looking for that. Yeah, and and I think that you know there. That, that proverb, iron sharpens iron. I mean, yep. I still think that applies for the teacher as much as it does the student oh, in, yeah. in any case. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so, so from there, um, there's certain things that we do after. Uh, we seek to, whatever passage we study in Scripture, uh, our goal is to tell one person, whether it's a believer or an unbeliever, about that story hmm. or about that passage. And then we come back and we tell the story about, you know, the... Um, sharing that passage with someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's that's been really encouraging. And at the very end, we take prayer requests and we pray for one another. But uh, one thing that we're focusing on a little bit too is like how to pray through the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, we see the psalmist and he he knows how to pray. Sure, <laughs> Jesus yeah. knows how to pray. And so like if I'm yeah. going to, I want I want us to pray like those those guys. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we're going to mimic their prayers. And then I have another uh, guy that I meet with on Wednesday night or Wednesday afternoons, and our process of discipleship looks a lot different as mm-hmm. far as our, our our plans. We we come together and we kind of talk through ministry, like what does ministry look like for you in the future? What does ministry look like for you right now? Um, and then we kind of walk through. He's a he's a worship leader, so uh, or he's a he's a he's the worship intern here. So we kind of walk through mm-hmm. uh, different aspects of leading worship. And I am not an expert in that by any means. And so like sure. I'm I'm very reliant on other resources, right? Uh, of people I trust that can mm-hmm. that can provide some some knowledge for for him. And we kind of talk through those ideas that those people. Present, but pr- primarily what we do is we take principles of leading worship, mm-hmm. and then we take it and we discuss it about what it does it look like in the context that we're in right now. Yeah, and that's been very helpful, and we and we read scripture and pray um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but as we discussed before, that's not like that's like bare minimum discipleship. And you used the word earlier that you said that you used in a I guess in a seminary class. Maybe within the discipleship oh, yeah. is Withness. within yeah. witness, so, witness. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, there's a there's a part of it where when we think about any whatever group it might look like, whether it's one on one or uh, you've got several guys meeting or several girls meeting together on a weekly basis and those kind of things. One of the reasons that we we want to kind of keep scripture and prayer uh, focused is because. Taking in the scriptures and spending time in prayer are two things that are going to bring someone to a deeper commitment to Jesus, going to form them more into the likeness of Jesus, and is going to make them more committed to the mission of Jesus. And this is what it means to be a disciple. And so there's a part of that that that's, those, those two elements are in, in a lot of ways kind of non-negotiable. These are base level things that if you approach someone or someone approaches you and says, like, I, need, I, I just need help following Jesus. Okay, then these two things have got to be on the table for us to walk through. Um, but then from that, and from that kind of base level of, of, of the foundation of where that relationship comes from, there should be this element of withness, that you are spending time with that person, not just in the one meeting 
that you have at Starbucks or the co- whatever coffee shop is Zoe, in your area. Zoe Coffee. Zoe Coffee for In us. Cleveland, Mississippi. Um, so whatever place that you're going to meet or someone's office or whatever it might be, um, that's a great place to meet and, and be together and spend that time debriefing your time of, of scripture reading and, and your time of prayer and what needs to be prayed for that week. Um, but there needs to be an element that, that you are spending time with each other. There, there needs to be some rhythms of life that, that collide together. Uh, I remember there was a professor that we went, uh, that a lot of people would go to, um, who was really great at making disciples. He was a, like, level five master, like, disciple maker. And every guy wanted to be discipled by him. And he would just tell them, hey, if you don't live in the places where I, I, get, I live and do things, if you don't go to my church, um, and if you're not on campus when I'm on campus, it's going to be really hard for me to do that. And what he, what he wasn't saying was, he wasn't saying, I won't meet with you. He, he would, but he knew that discipleship was more than just a one-week meeting. He's like, if we don't rather, like, regularly have rhythms together and that we're going to church together, we're, we're, we're worshiping together, we're in some of the same classrooms and classes together throughout the week for on Sunday worship or Wednesday night, uh, if we're not in the same community, we're not, we can't go to the same places to eat, or I can't, you know, if it's, it's a task for you to come to my house for dinner, like, these are all things that are, are going to be barriers he already foresaw with for witness. And so there was a sense he was like, hey, if you want me to disciple you, you, you don't need to live like 30, 45 minutes away. Um, long, you, long distance discipleship never works out. No. <laughs> um, you, you don't need to uh, go to a different church, and you don't need to just take night classes. So there was a sense of like, we need to be in the same places and in some ways in the same time. So if I said, hey, let's go grab lunch real quick. That wouldn't be really difficult for you. Or if you were like, hey, I'd love for you to come over to my house for dinner, you wouldn't be so concerned about getting caught in 5 o'clock traffic or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So there was a sense where he was saying, like, physically and geographically, we need to be in, in some areas that our rhythms are going to kind of collide mm-hmm. so that our withness is not such a huge barrier. Uh, there's not so many barriers to be together. And to spend that time um, just just getting to know someone, just having them over for a meal, um, getting to really know their story, um, those kind of things. Yeah, personally for me, um, in whether I'm the one discipling someone or being discipled, the the moments that I have outside of that weekly scheduled meeting, mm-hmm. those moments are oftentimes more meaningful. Like when they're mm-hmm. in my house mm-hmm. at my dinner table or vice versa, right. or we're going to the store. That's when I have found that people are more genuine and more open about where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, in, in you and I have, again, talked about this. I feel like I say that every week, once or twice. Like, we've talked <laughs> about this before. Yeah. yeah. But um, we have, you know. One, one thing is that, that is, I found true this past year is that people are more likely to say something to you in private and be more open in private one-on-one than they are in maybe a group setting. Even if they're comfortable mm-hmm. in that group, it it's very hard for someone just to open up in that group setting. And yeah. that, that, took a, that took a lot for me to comprehend because, to me, I'm an open book in any group, and so I was like, well, everybody should be this way. But that's just not the case, you know. And so we have to be able to adapt right. to the people we're discipling too. Yeah, there's a sense that... The having the, the several people meeting together in a, in a discipleship kind of group and relationship, it, it's helpful in some areas of, of maybe it creates another a higher sense of accountability. I said there's like three or four of the guys that are be, you know be reading, they're going to be memorizing. It's like I need to make sure I, I get these things done. 
which in a way is a, is a healthy pressure uh, to have. You're being pressured toward things that are hopefully going to form you more on the person and, and uh, image of Jesus. Um, but there's also a sense that, like, we don't want to disciple people in a way that we don't know them. Mm-hmm. Like, I only know, you know, Jimmy, whenever he shows up at, you know, 5, five o'clock in the afternoon or whatever morning time or it is, and I know that he's reading his Bible, he's, he's, doing, the, he's doing the checklist. Um, we, we need to know people personally. We need to know people um, uh, as who they really are, not as right. who they want you. As who they want to be seen as, and they and and one of the other reasons I don't like the idea of of this like top top level or top of the stairs discipleship is that it's really easy for the disciple or the person who's being discipled to simply just do whatever is needed to please or be affirmed by the one who's discipling them. Mm. So if there's never a sense in which the person who's discipling other people comes and says, "Hey, man, you taught me a lot of stuff today. Like I didn't see those things." In the passage, and you pointed those out. Thank you for for showing me that. Thank you for pushing me in the way of Jesus. Thank you for helping me be formed more in the person of Jesus. Because it's not just our job as disciple makers to do that. Mm-hmm. We, we're all disciples. We're all on this journey to, to to be committed to Jesus, become more like Jesus, and be more committed to His mission. Um, and we need to be pushed in that way just as much as the people who are being discipled has mm-hmm. to as well. Yeah. Um, and so we don't want them to just come and say, well, look at, all, look at all that I did. Look at all the Bible reading I did. Look at all the praying I did. Are you happy now? Like, yeah. I, I did it. I did what you said. I did the checklist. And it's like, no. And if we don't get to know these people that we're spending time with discipling on that once once a week meeting, then that's in a lot of ways all that it might be. Right. It's, Here, look what I did. And and I think, you know, when I think about the the person and work of Jesus and I look at his relationships with his disciples, you have, um, like I think of one instance that pops in my head right now is um, Jesus comes down from the Mount of Transfiguration and the disciple, this man runs up to him, his son has been possessed and the the other disciples are like, we, we tried, we can't, it's, right. too, it's too strong, it's too powerful. And Jesus then casts out the demon, and then it goes on to explain, like, this one can only be taken out by prayer, right? Um, I say that to say that, like, there's, a, there's an aspect when we watch Jesus in the, in the Gospels that Jesus is bringing the disciples along in ministry, mm-hmm. and there's no promise that everything's going to go perfect right. and that things may get difficult and that you're probably going to fail, and yeah, yeah. to walk with them through yeah. the failure and the mess of ministry. Mm-hmm. And when I say ministry, I mean, we all have a ministry. Like, I might be leading in a particular ministry at the church right. on you, the staff. You, yeah, but, we're, we're a part of vocational ministry. It's our job. Right. But, but every but, believer, uh, in, in a sense, has their own call to Right, and so it's to bring them along in those type of ministry opportunities and to walk with them in the failures and be able to pick them up mm-hmm. and say, hey, look— Let's let's see how we can walk more like Jesus, like Jesus did to the disciples in that moment. Yeah, I have a very just quickly a, a very um, whenever you when you when you shared that it reminded me of a story that I have of Frank, the guy who discipled me, um, in a very similar way. Like I was not at, that, at the point where I was with Frank, he was discipling me. I was not. I didn't know I was going to be a discipleship pastor. Didn't know I was going to even do ministry for a living. I had no idea. Um, but I knew that in following the way of Jesus and becoming more like Jesus and being committed to his mission meant to, to try to share the gospel with people who didn't know Jesus. And so one, we, we go on a trip, we're fishing um, around in the state of Washington, we're salmon fishing, 
and I'm loving it. He loves it. We're fishing all day. It's in the afternoon. There's some people around us, and I'm just watching Frank, and he begins to engage in a conversation with someone. They talk about fishing. They talk about different things, and he begins to transition the, the conversation to more spiritual things, and the guy is like, no, thank you. Like, I don't want to have this conversation. Uh, and so, Jeff, I mean, uh, and so, so Frank kind of backs, backs away from, from the conversation. But it was a moment where, like, I saw, hey, this is what it looks like to, like, try to share the gospel with someone. And, and like, it failed. It, it, it wasn't received well. And it was okay. And, like, what was cool was we got in the van, we put all our stuff up, and then for the next 45 minutes we, we talked about it. We discussed, like, even Frank was like, oh, you know, yeah. I could have mentioned this or I could have said this, but, you know, I, you know, I tried to just point to some different things. And so just to see him work through trying to be more like Jesus and mm. trying to be committed to Jesus was like, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And so it, it won't always work. Sometimes it'll fail. Um, but that's what it means to be with someone. Like we weren't at a coffee shop going through spiritual disciplines. We were out fishing in the state of Washington and with waiters on and enjoying the, the, you know, God's creation yeah. and watching him do that. And if I wasn't with him, if we didn't have that withness, that would have probably never happened. Yeah. And so with that, as you, as you begin to think about your discipleship blueprint, uh, consider first and foremost the two essentials, that there needs to be the word and there needs to be prayer. Uh, involved and then I like you're gonna have to repeat those three Jesus statements um, so being committed and to Jesus yeah so it, we want to make sure that that every time and your and your times together whenever you're meeting together around the scripture and prayer whatever your discipleship blueprint looks like whether it's one-on-one one on two or three meeting once a week um, however that is created uh, and, and fits in your schedule, uh, you need to be able to make time for those things, but you also need to make time to be with those people that you are um, discipling or being discipled by. Uh, and that withness needs to be there so that you're becoming more committed to Jesus, you're becoming more like Jesus, and you're more committed to the mission of Jesus. So that's going to wrap things up for us. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Exiles Pod, as well as send us any questions you might have that you would like for us to answer. You can send those to theexilespod at gmail.com. Uh, we have a new episode every Tuesday. And be sure to like, share, review, all the stuff. We meant, we meant to mention that at the beginning. That's right. <laughs> Do all those things for this episode. And until next time, peace. Bye now.